I'm Rich. And I'm Ruben. And welcome back to Clarity, where we discuss the ideas and experiences that shape how we think and live. And welcome back. Today, we are awake and alive. We hope the same for you. And today, we're going to be talking about two beautiful ideas that are completely entirely essential when we talk about being free from who we were and entering into who we get to be. And those are the two ideas of having a new heart and then having an old wine versus new wine experience. Again, this conversation does not involve, we will not be discussing or debating whether or not uh, Christians should be consuming alcohol. No, no, we'll be talking about how life is different. We should have. We should do experience. that, actually. We should do. No, I mean, well, yeah, I'm I mean, kidding. I'm happy to have that conversation eventually. I'm kidding. I don't think um, I don't think most people are ready for that conversation yet, but it's I okay. don't know. Maybe if people ask for it, we'll do it. Um, okay, people that are listening, if you're asking for it, please let us know. Yeah. So, um, okay, okay, seems cool. fair. And yeah, you're right, Rich. We're starting this uh, a new. Uh, a new progress in this topic, but we're, we're trying to be really intentional and not uh, rushing into it because like oh. as with good things, you know, like th- good things take time. And, yes. and we, we're taking a couple of episodes already to kind of lay a foundation and show like what we're saying. And, mm-hmm. and please, uh, if we are, um, if you want to dialogue with us, feel free to do it in our social media channels. We're, mm-hmm. we're, we're happy to do so. And, and I, I'm excited for the potential of of this because once we have this foundation of of who our father is and and mm-hmm. that his goal is not for us to go to heaven but actually to to live with us even today, um, that impacts our our life. That that is, I think, what clarity is about and how uh, that shapes how we live, how we think, how we go about with our lives, and and also that's contagious. I mean, it's it's incredible. Uh, today we're going to talk about like the, the myths or the many ways that we used to go about in life and, and think that life was about this or that. And, and we were a little probably uh, walking in, in discouragement or in, 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 in like sadness and, and thinking that that's, that's what life is about. And, and probably uh, living in a superficial way. And, and you may relate to this. Uh, you may not. But um, mm-hmm. I, I think I, I think there's a strong possibility that you may relate uh, with this. And, and I'm I'm telling you right out of the bat like i mean um there's hope for you there's hope for me there's life and freedom available there's infinite source of of mercy and freedom available for everybody in in this world i'm excited for us to talk about this ruben um so as we go in through this again always as we have this conversation Last time we opened with this verse, this time let's open with it again. For the love of Christ compels us, having concluded thus, that one died for all, therefore all died. And he died for all, so that those who live would no longer live, no longer live for themselves, but for him who died and rose on their behalf. So this new way of living, this new perspective, is this perspective in which we are responding and living from a captivation and obsession, a natural one. Yeah. That at yeah. its core is really about how good God is, a fandom, an obsession that is and, naturally sourced. That for each of us is going to be different dimensions, different ways, different aspects of Him. But at its core, it's going to be 
his love for us. That is the only safe way to begin to have this conversation. Go ahead, Ruben. It is. It is. I agree. And I guess now we can focus in a different part of this verse. I think the first part was the love of Christ was the yes. the motivating factor. But now yes. I think I think that the part that we can uh, focus now is mm -hmm. that those who live will no longer live for themselves. Yes. You know, like now we have the reality. The lot of a lot of God is what actually is the our our our, our motivation or what whatever is uh, controlling us in a, not in a bad way. No not overriding our personality. But now, once we have that reality, we understand that he died for all. Now, we are no longer living for ourselves. This life is not about me. This is not about what happens to me. What mm -hmm. do I get from this? It's actually what God is doing through me. What, uh, how can I show, show God with my life and how mm -hmm. it's no longer me, I who live, but it's Christ living in me. It sounds mm -hmm. cliche. It sounds cheesy. It sounds like you've heard it many times, but you, you got to listen it with this framework of God living in you, the Father wanting this oneness with you. It, it is no longer about your circumstances. And it just depends so much in how you approach religion. Is religion for you a way to to get uh, your luck or your blessings and in line for you to do and go about with your life? Mm -hmm. uh, or, or is religion about really... Uh, uh, bigger than a denomination is your relationship with your father. And today you are living this experience of transformation and, 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 and freedom. It's no longer about like, Oh, what happens to me? Who I am? Like what I got it. And, and that was one of the biggest deceptions that I had in my, in my past life. And my past life was not too long ago, Rich. It's not like when I was a mm -hmm. kid, you know? So we're going to talk Brother, a little, uh, I yeah. want to respond and piggyback you with you and soften of you and start talking about, start talking some new wine. I, I just yeah. want so bad to get into that. Um, let me hold back. It's kind of, you get excited, you know, you get excited yes. because you know that, that, I mean, this is, this is the life that we're living today. You know, And what I heard you say is I, just how it came out sounded a little different than what I'm used to you saying or meaning. So if I may, instead of, instead of cheating up to the new wine, um, cause I, I, that you're talking, it has made me thinking about, um, about the great sex rescue and the new wine versus old wine perspective on uh, sexuality within marriage. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Brother. Um, man, you're going to have to edit that. I really went too loud. But um, <laughs> the we, why do you live new? You know, is it to show God or is it because we're show so mid motivated because we want to because of Him? You know, and that made me really think about the new wine of um, of sexuality within marriage. Um, very like such a tight, um, a tight uh, metaphor. Well, we may actually comparison. go back and forth with these okay. two things. I, let me I, let let's, me do let's, this. Let's try. Let's try to roll it organically. But first, I guess if we're going to do that, we need to explain to our people that are listening that may not be familiar. What is this new wine thing? Like, are we talking oh, about the newest man. wine or? All right. Very or, good. So let's just yeah. go straight into, let's just go straight into. Um, I can't explain. What verse the part. is it? It is Matthew Luke 9 four, or Luke 5. Yeah, Matthew 9 too. I, I have Matthew 9 here. So why don't you read Luke 5? Do that for okay. us. Um. It says here um, in Matthew 5, I'm sorry, it's Luke 
you got, I got Luke 5, verse 36. He told them in this parable, no one tears a piece out of a new garment to patch an old one. Otherwise, they will have a torn a new garment and patch from the new that will not match the old. And no one pours new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the new wine will burst the skins. The, the wine will run out and the wineskins will be ruined. No, the new wine must be poured into new wineskins. And no one, after drinking old wine, wants the new, for they say the old is better. This I struggled with this for a long time. And I think adding the context and basically Matthew 9, for, uh, 16 and 17, it's basically verbatim. This is one situation where the synoptic gospels of Matthew and Luke really go close together. I'm not sure if it's here in Luke. So in verse 14 and 15 of Matthew um, 9, which um, before, after these verses, it's going to be a quote of what you just said. It says, then the disciples of John came to him asking, why do we and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? So mm. why are y'all not doing a thing the others do that's more pious? Mm. Um, right? Why are you not following this tradition why in order to not, achieve this experience? Yes. Why are you not apparently as pious as these people if you're claiming to have this this more fundamentally powerful experience? You know, why don't you seem as pious? Mm-hmm. That's so relevant. Um, verse 15. And Jesus said to them, the attendants of the bridegroom cannot mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them, can they? But the days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them and then they will fast. And so we can zoom past that, um, forgetting the question, looking at the very practical aspect of the answer and saying, well, and forget that then with that before and then this thing, um, old wine, new wine, shrunken, et cetera, there is an extent yeah. to which fasting is going to come back for these people, of course. But Jesus then goes deeper with the parable. The parable goes deeper and he hides the meaning within the parable. And I think the meaning we're getting, Reuben, is that with Jesus, why you do what you do is fundamentally different. And so you're going to have a thing that is perhaps the same category as the old thing, but is new. Yeah. And that's it's not different. It's not improved. It's not a slightly different flavor. It's not a reinvention. It is a new and different thing that is incompatible with the old way, but still still a way, you know, it's still, it's still wineskins. It's still wine. It's still, but it's new. Um, and it can't be together. Um, they're no longer compatible. And likewise, when we look at this issue or this, this, this beautiful thing of living no longer for ourselves, but really for him, and how can we actually, and I, this perhaps might be good. To, I've been thinking about how we're going to communicate and share this with our community, how we'll share this with those who will be in the future in our community here with Clarity Podcast. And I'm thinking about the very relevant question of how can I actually change? Yeah. Because and, I, go ahead, go ahead. Go and ahead. I think, I think I'm, I like where this is going. I think that in the part where um, the verse starts and I like, I, I like that you mentioned the verses before um, the, that the Pharisees, uh, mm-hmm. the people were were actually uh, complaining about Jesus not uh, doing this way of yes. life in yes. in the in the behavioral level. Mm-hmm. You are not doing this. You are not doing this. So 
you are this, you know? You're not just, holy enough. You're not acting holy enough. Yes, and you're not following these traditions. Yeah. And, 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 and people were uh, pointing fingers at Jesus because he was not having apparently this experience of yeah. tradition because yeah. these actions will uh, allow him to have this experience of yeah. uh, holiness or whatever mm -hmm. they understood by holiness. So then Jesus uh, makes an example of uh, a wedding bridegroom uh, and, and then he uses the parable of a garment and wine, two things that were really present, garments and wine were really present in the wedding. So Jesus actually turns the thing into like, it's not about the stuff that you're doing and are doing, it's about the experience that you're living, experience. The when you're wearing a, a, a garment, it's, it's an experience. When mm. you are, are, are drinking wine, it's an experience. Now, this part, this part is, is beautiful because he, in, in, the, in the wine skins part, he says like, all wine skins are for old wine. And for old is like the one that once you try the new thing, you don't want the old thing. Mm. I, like, I like how he says like, once you try the new thing, you don't want the old thing, but mm. you cannot try the new thing in the old wineskins. And break. he kind of It'll puts, they'll break. So it, it's too much. It's not compatible. So he's not speaking about the, how old the wineskin or wines are in, in a, not necessarily in a level of like literal. Now he's moving into a, a different realm of experience. Now the experience of Jesus Christ, the experience of the gospel, it's too good that our heart that is in the condition of stone we're going to talk about ezekiel uh, our, our heart is in condition of stone our heart is too hard to to receive this new uh life it's not going to take it well mm -hmm. it's not it, we are not able to take it well because our our condition our, our previous mm -hmm. condition the, the heart of stone the heart that was hard and, and and sinful so in order for us to get the new wine or the new experiences of the gospel of the good news in order to get mm. the good good the good gospel the, the goodness good, good. the good good yes and in order to get that we need a heart transplant mm. we need to have this transformation that you ask how does that change happen well Ezekiel explains that, and I'll invite you if you have your Bible or, or rich there, and, and if you're able to, uh, Ezekiel thirty six twenty six explains how does that go about. Like sometimes we feel that I mean, our automatic question is, what are we doing? Are we doing the right thing? Are we are we in the in the right steps? How how do I go with the change? But Jesus is really clear here, and he says like the new wine will burst the skins in the old wine skin. In other words, the newness of the gospel and the goodness of the gospel is going is not going to be compatible with your life. But take heart, um, God is He already took everything into account, so He's not just leaving this part and 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 saying like it's up to you now and just giving you the new wine. No, let me tell you, He's also taking care of your wine skin, of your heart. Amen. And here it is. In, did you find it when I was looking? Um, it no, was 3626. Yes. It says, yeah, I didn't have it already pre-pasted onto my notes. So I, I looked at my desk. I was like, oh, there's the Bible. So here's the New King James Version. That's the one I had. Um, I still need to get a Bible in my favorite translation. I won't tell you guys what that Which is. Which is? Okay, uh, okay. It's a secret. <laughs> You'll have to ask okay. for a translations episode. Um, oh. I will give you a new heart, and I'll put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give me give you a heart of flesh. So God is saying to his people, I will give you a new heart 
and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And this is to a people that are facing exile, experiencing exile. And he's saying, God is saying the, the issue is what's inside of you. Um, what inside of you that makes you do what you do, the why you do what you do. So clearly mm-hmm. the issue, the problem is why we do what we do. The good good is doing yes for him for the right reasons, not for him for me. That's a bad good, right? Um, and we yes. talked about that in the previous relational dynamics, right? Of I want to be with you, but I have to earn it. No, you don't have to earn no. it. No, no. And if you, th- but that's how we. That's our default way of doing things. We have to have a heart change, a completely different thing. So so different, so transformative that in, when Jesus is talking with Nicodemus and he sees Nicodemus, and Nicodemus wants to be different, but God sees that Nicodemus doesn't want to be different for the right reasons. He wants to be different for the wrong reasons. He's meeting the right reason. He's getting to know the right reason, and as he's yep. getting to know Jesus's right reason, experiencing him and loving him. God. Uh, Jesus says to him, you must be born again because Nicodemus is on this. What must I do? What must I do? What must I do? Must I fast longer? Must I, well, how good must this old wine be? It has to be the best of the best old wine to pass your muster. Right. And mm-hmm. the answer is there's the old way is it, you can be. And you know, Paul has done this and I've done this Ruben, you know, I've, I've worked so hard in some old wine ways that to me, were oh, yeah, old me wine. I've worked so yeah. hard. Yeah, you do too worked so hard, man. I've been a part of these elite groups of individuals. I've spent so much time. I spent so much energy. I gave up so much um, ostensibly for God. And there was a good, I think God worked for good. Some of the things I gave up and some of, a lot of the things I stopped doing, but I would, I'd be willing to sacrifice any relationship to tell people my views and how they need to accept them as theirs. Um, any situation, I was just so happy to do, and I was, I was pretty dedicated. Um, but what I needed, the the rebirth wasn't becoming so different than everybody else. The rebirth mm. was a difference in motivation that was needed, and God was working mm. on that in me. Mm. He was, but it, so it's, it's never so it's never as clean as if you're doing some old wine ways. You aren't yeah. holy at all, and God's not changing your heart. I think there's there can yeah. be a combination thereof, but for simplicity, we're explaining it like this. Go ahead. And in, in, in combination, uh, in in the sense that I feel that once you have this new heart experience, the old wine that may try to get into your new wine skin mm-hmm. is not necessarily uh, your fault. It's just like yeah. uh, the enemy trying to remind you of like, oh, actually, you are not that person. You know, it's part. It's, of it's it. a different nature. It's a different nature once you have this new heart your experience of walking in, in, in freedom. Um, going, going One last little... comment before you go okay, in. Okay, go ahead. go ahead. What if a lack of nuance and things being black or white is an old wine way? <laughs> well, <laughs> what if interesting. it has to, what if an all or nothing way of it, of you're either old wine or new wine and there's, what if it really is? Gatekeeping. Yeah, you're on this, you're in this struggle. Yeah. And even when I was doing these old wine ways and trying to be the best of the Pharisees, if you will, in some way, God yeah. was still doing a new wine thing in me. Huh? Oh, yeah. What if? It, what if? You, you don't know. You can't tell. Like yes. literally uh, in John uh, 3, when Jesus talks to, to, to Nicodemus, he's like the wind go- comes and goes. We don't know. Like we don't know the ways of the spirit. We, mm-hmm. don't, know, we don't know how long it took Saul to have this experience in the road of Damascus. The road of Damascus was probably the last 
thing, like the cherry on the top, but we don't know what thoughts he had along the way. We mm. don't know what his motivation, we don't know. We just like to see and think like, okay, Saul, so, uh, he, he went through, uh, through Damascus to kill uh, Christians and then Jesus appeared and then his life was forever changed, you know? Mm. We don't know if before he had this transformation. Yes. We, what I know is that the Holy Spirit was leading him. That's what I, I, I'm sure. And what I know is like you, Rich, you, you say that in this experience, you had good intentions, probably a selfish, uh, a selfish heart. Me mm -hmm. too. When in the past, I tried to do the things the right way. Like when I was studying religion, when I was uh, portraying myself as a pastor and, mm -hmm. and yet in my heart, I was go doing good things, but in my heart, I was living a life of deception. Mm -hmm. I was struggling with personal things and, and addictions and things that were not uh, really uh, connecting, letting me have this connection and experience to my father. Mm -hmm. And and like in Psalm fifty one ten, like uh, David David is clear and, and also says this. I want to emphasize this because you mentioned that in the Ezekiel verse, and I'm going to emphasize because David, another person, uh, has this same um, uh, expression. He says, "Creating me a new mm -hmm. heart, a clean heart, O God, and renew." A right spirit within me. Now, what what those two things have in common? The the change and the heart and the the the, the fact of the the heart is clean and, mm -hmm. and renewed and changed does not come for the efforts or Ezekiel or David. Mm -hmm. They they come because uh, here it says God saying, "I will do this for you. Mm -hmm. I will give you the new heart." Mm -hmm. And then David says, "Yes, God, please create that in me." Like I can't, I'm not doing it myself. I try to, like, I try to show like these things and look what this got me. Um, so that's the first thing. Like it, it's, it's beautiful to know that this experience is available for everybody, mm. for David and, and for, and for everybody, you know, for Rubens, for riches and like for, for everybody. Sometimes we like to gatekeep and, and, mm. and you touch a really important point, Rich, like even by gatekeeping, we kind of become uh keepers of a tradition mm. that that says that my my experience and my experience is the only, is the one that you need to go through in order to have this freedom and you are gatekeeping freedom you are gatekeeping like the goodness of the gospel and you are minimizing the experience of other person and you don't know and who knows this person that you're minimizing can be a great witness mm -hmm. to others that you are you won't ever be able to not because you are less just because our experiences are, are so different and they resonate with many different people according to the different walks of light that we have um nt right and commenting on paul <clears throat> they he gets asked about paul's conversion this is a major talking point for him that consistently comes up like, paul's conversion paul wasn't converted and he was Right, there was a change of heart to an extent, but Wright really contends is like, listen, he didn't go from Jew to Christian. Christian was if is you know, it's like he continued in his journey, which had been ongoing towards the next step, and I think that's there, and I think we need to really work on that. Um, I think that cliche of I have the right way, and you need to forget everything in order to be right like me. You have to you anyone. Y'all need to forget what you know and learn everything I know. And it's just, yeah. in order for me to be, I think the, the new line, number one example for me, um, starting off this, maybe if we're going to get into that, is this is what from here, if we're still not done and explaining, and we don't need to be done explaining, we, we were thought we could share examples and the, I'll get more into the, the sexuality perspective here. 
um, examples of situations in which um, God working on our hearts and going through this um, ideas and experiences transformation has resulted in us seeing things differently yeah. than how we used to. And I think something that is really present with me is the extent to which um, I struggle with, but I'm seeing it's a new wine perspective, I believe, um, and a more holy perspective of living for Jesus versus living for me for Jesus yeah. um, perspective, which is I don't have, you don't have to be wrong for me to be right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, the dunk on domination um, impulse within us that yeah. you, y'all don't need to be wrong for me to be in the right spot, for me to be correct, for God to have led me to truth. You don't, yeah. and I don't need to be dunking on and laughing about the fools over there um, for me to be wise in him here. You know, like it's not about uh, domination and owning somebody. And and that uh, that feeling of Schadenfreude, like feeling good when someone d- does does bad, Correct. in order to make you feel like better, uh, it, that is so unhealthy, man. Like very unhealthy. It's like it's it's unhealthy. I've been there. I I I'll be honest. I'll, I've been there. I thought that my life was like a race, but like I thought it was like Paul's race, like uh, mm. how he he portrays in the New Testament. But it was actually my my interpretation of that race where. I was going ahead of someone, and when someone tripped, I say like, "Oh, it sucks to be you, man." I keep running, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm going ahead, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm achieving these many things in my life, and and in such a young age, and and sucks to be you, man. One less in the race, you know. One less competitor, and it, it was so unhealthy, man. That mm. then my life just became about myself. I was so full of myself, and and I thought that the talents that I had were like so unique. And I can give, I can bring so many like th- unique things to to God's table and, and the ministry and 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 like I was full of stuff, man. I was full of stuff that uh, was like of the the smelly stuff, you know. <laughs> and 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 well, uh, we also have to come to a point in our lives where we either like uh, like are vulnerable ourselves or like some circumstances in life like allows us to see like our our condition. Um, um, God does not cause like a uh, bottom of the barrel uh, uh, experiences. He does not cause them. I, I'm, I'm really sure of that. I'm telling you from from the other side of the mountain. But <clears throat> of course, by, back then I didn't feel that way. But mm. in, in that experience, um, I want to mention this: that this we we mentioned that God is love. Uh, our the goal mm-hmm. is oneness. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not about going to heaven. And mm. and I want to tell you this and too. He will take us there. <laughs> Yes, yes, we will take us there, but he's taking us here today, you know. Yes. Um, so this, even the the fact that we're 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 now adding a new thing, the new heart experience, mm. and of course that also brings an old old wine, a new wine, of course by default. But this part of God giving us a clean heart is also not a goal. It's not a goal. Ah, yes. Again, it's it, it's beautiful, but now it's. Uh, it's a, a a way of God connecting with you. Okay, mm. He did so not come the, the way to, to give be you a new. new heart. The way to be new is not to be have being new as your goal. The yes. way to be new is to have being with Him as your goal. Yes, yes. Him being with Him and that fascination with Him will make us yes. new. Is yes. that a fair and, and explanation? It's a fair explanation, and I and I I want to point that out. I want to point, point that out. out because we sometimes think that this 
this these experiences or these steps that God takes into into this journey of oneness are the, the goal, are the end. One is right. like repentance. Repentance is not the end goal of our lives. It's a means we to say you end. need to repent. No, repentance is a step into the journey of oneness. Okay, and now, we do need to uh, repent. We, but oh, okay, of course, of course, of course, it's, but it's why? a step, but. It's just a, a way of us connecting with and oneness with our Father. Yes. And in acknowledging our, our, our previous life or, or acknowledging our situation, not in a, in a uh, scarcity way, but telling you, Father, I, I got this into, uh, I, I got a mistake. But not go like the, the prodigal saying, like, I don't deserve to be your son, or, or please take me as one of your servants. No, you, you don't lose your standing. You're, you're declaring. You're declaring your, 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 your behavior. But you know that your behavior doesn't change your identity. You you know who you are. But now in this part of of um of the 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 new heart, it's the same thing. The new heart that God gives you, you you get it, you receive it, of course. And that's not the end goal either. Mm -hmm. I I don't think that's the end goal either. It's just like he came he came uh, to earth and, and he's giving us a new spirit so we can be one with him. Uh, Always, I feel that always the, the, the love of God and, and mm -hmm. the oneness experience is, I feel that's the end goal. Now, Amen. where that end goal is going to take us through, is going to take us through uh, a transformation, is going to take us through an experience of repentance, is going to take us a, a sanctification, we're going to talk about that. It's going to take us through, like, the first of all, actually, in order is our new heart. And, and it's going to take us to heaven at some point chronologically. It's mm -hmm. going to take us there. Mm -hmm. But, but, that the goal, that the, the main goal of our God is to have this oneness experience with us, mm. and 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 once we start to grasping the, to the to that basic idea, um, everything turns like literally Old Testament, New Testament, or old wine, new wine. Like there's that before and after in your life mm. that um, that defines defines your experience, and you can you can say like as you say, Rich, you can say like there's no black and white, but you can also you are sensitive to identify what is new wine. You are, and and, and mm. choosing to do so or not is, is your decision, of course. Oh, but, but there, there is black and white, but we oh, can become oh, yeah. obsessed with everything being black and white. Trying to identify yeah. it. Trying to, we, we lose ourselves in the branches or trying to identify putting people as, as putting people in that category, if you will. Oh yeah. Or experiences of, yeah. of other people. Yeah. yeah. And, and we can be fair and say like we, we can. Condemnation. Yeah. In particular. Yeah. yeah, thank you. That's that's good. I, I agree with that one hundred percent. So in 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 John one, twelve to thirteen says that but as many receive him, to to them he gave the right to become children of God, even to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, of the mm -hmm. will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but God. Mm -hmm. So in this verse we see that receiving him right now it's the the beautiful the beautiful action that we get to do that we have to do we should do not that we get to we get to it's it's a it's an experience well hey guys thank you so much for listening through that first episode wait first episode that was the first part we decided to do two parts for this conversation on living a new life, a new covenant experience, a new heart. And then the second part will deal with why or what that looks like, different examples that Ruben and I gave. So tune in for next time, look in your feed. It'll be coming as a second part. Benediction will be there as well. 
Well, hey, like as we said, I'm Rich. And I'm Ruben. And this was Clarity.